Sugars, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I am your host, Martel, and I am back with another podcast episode of Sipping and Tripping. Now, you know I'm the Duke of Gossip, and you know I've got nothing tonight for you but some high, steamy gossip. Now, if you're watching live, this is take two. If you're not watching live, how you doing? Okay, so we got some gossip tonight. We got some shade. We got all type of stuff to talk about. I've been going to tell y'all a little shade I got going on in my life right now. How you doing? So, first and foremost, happy Cinco de Mayo to all the peoples out there. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. So, make sure you, you go to your local real Mexican restaurant and get your tacos. I don't go to Taco Bell talking about Cinco de Mayo now. Go on over there and get your tacos and tequila from um, your Mexican homies and friends. Okay? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We all agreeing on it? All right. We agreeing. Um tonight. I'm starting early. Cinco de Mayo. I'm drinking this drink. It's from Smirnoff. Vodka. Only in select places. It came out for the Dead Dead, which is religion and culture over in Mexico for Mexicans. So it's everywhere. Um, Dead Dead. Now it's uh, spicy tahini. Um, the vodka. So it's, it's a spicy tahini vodka. So I'm going to see how you make it. You put some ice up in it. Boom. Ice. Put the spicy tahini up in there. You, don't, you ain't got to do, do, it, do it to your liking, okay? Then you're going to get you some, um, it's like a nectar, mango, or a nectar, like pineapple juice, like in a container. It's like a brown, like, like, a, like, like a blue container. Who mix? Who mix? Who mix? You're going to pour it up in there. Boom. Go all, go all the way on up to the top, but now all the way to the tip top. Because then you got to put some of this red stuff. Chamoy. Chamoy up in there. You'll put a little chamoy. Now, chamoy sounds like somebody's baby name. Chamoy, get your ass over here and sit down, chamoy. Playing with your ass, chamoy. Put a little chamoy up in there, just a little bit. You don't need it too much. Then you're gonna sprinkle the tahini on there, right? Oh, I'm learning. I mean, my seventh time doing this tonight, but I'm learning. And you're gonna drink it, and you're gonna love it. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, yeah, this drink is everything. You're gonna stir it on up, and you're gonna drink it. Shout out to everybody who's watching, everybody tuning in for all this gossip. Um, they trying to, okay, anyway, so, let me tell you guys, I got some good news and some bad news, I woke up on Monday, I'm gonna start with the good news, first, because you always gotta bring yourself up, and so, I got an email from this blog spot, and they were like, hey girl, um, my name is blah blah blah, I'm the founder of Feedspot, I would like to personally congratulate you as your blog podcast. Sipping and Tripping has been selected by our panelists as one of the top 10 LGBT talk shows on the web. What? For real. If I personally, if I could, I would personally give you a high five and I want to thank you for your contribution to the world. This is the most comprehensive list of top 10 
LGBT talk shows on the internet, and I'm honored to have you as part of this list. And it was like, we'll be grateful if you spread it, so we're spreading it right now. Boom. And so I'm like, oh my God, a feed spot. Thank you. Like, I'm honored. Like, I'm honored. I've been doing the show for several years now. And it's nice to be recognized. It's nice to know that you're being heard, you're being seen. Here recently, I was like, you know what? I should just stop the show and be done. But then to get that positive confirmation that you're on the right track. Somebody hears you. Somebody sees you. Keep on keeping on. Doing it right. Doing it right. Doing it right, baby. Keep on keeping on. See, I see, I, yeah, 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 no, I'm crazy. But it, it really, it really fell from my heart. Like, so I like took a screenshot. I blanked out some of the stuff because it went all y'all business. So what was going on with the email? And I posted it. And I went on about my life and I had some bad news. And um, found out that my pastor, who this episode will be dedicated to, so I can't be, oh, should I say that? Because I want to be kind of messy. We're going to honor him, okay? My pastor. And I was I was sad briefly. I'm going to tell you why I was sad. I'm going to say that briefly. I was sad because, you know, um, I've known him my whole life. He's the only pastor I've ever had. Um, only church I belong to and feel at home with. And I know his family. I know all of his family. And I was like, dang, like, this is like the matriarch. And he's, he's gone. A monarch. I don't know what the word is. I think matriarch is like the head woman. Patriarch. Patriarch. I'm like, you know, he's, he's gone. Like, wow. Like, this is, like, there's some people you just be thinking that they just immune from death. And when it happens, you be like, dang, like, we all going to go out here one way or another right so um um it had baffled me for a moment but then i realized i went to church every sunday at one point in time of my life not now one point in time of my life and he kept preaching every sunday and he preached about um he preached about seeing jesus face being told well done being told you know no more pain, no more hurt, no more sadness. Like, we over here with joy. We over here with happiness. We over here with grace and mercy. Like we in abundance. We're in the abundance of that side of heaven. I was like, so why am I going to be sad that this man got to see Jesus' face? That's what I'm trying to do. He got told, job well done. He got to put on his robe. Chad, he got a mansion. Hello. Y'all better read y'all Bible. They said in, in my father's house, there were many what? Mansions. You're going to have a mansion. Some of y'all got one-bedroom apartments, studio apartments, living in a car. No, that is going to get better. Because if your father is rich in heaven, what makes you think you're not going to be rich on earth? Yeah, I ain't going to preach tonight. Y'all know I'm good for it. I ain't going to preach tonight. I'm going to tell you something right here. I started to rejoice because I knew. Because I know a man who can do all things. He can do things for the, the un, he can do things unseen and seen. He can do things that he can think of your wildest thought, your greatest thought, because it's something that will make you so happy, so great right now. Close your eyes and think of that. And understand. Don't think. I want you to think about this now. I'm going to give you a couple seconds to think about this. Think about the wildest thought you can have that will make you have happiness, have bliss. Just be at the great. Is it a million dollars, a billion dollars? What is it? What is it? Is it losing weight? Is it being 
healthy, whatever it is, whatever that thing is, I want you to think about what it is that will turn your life all the way around. Okay? You got it yet? You probably got it right now. Now I want you to realize that that right there is small compared to what God can do. That's small. That's small. That's why I stopped trying to give myself certain type of goals because I feel like if I say, oh, I want to do this. This this is what I want to do. And this is going to be the pinnacle. I want to do this. This is the top. I don't know where the top may be for me. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there, but guess what? What my top, what God has for me may not look like what he got for you. So that means I cannot be jealous of what you got going on. You can have 150,000 followers. And I might think, oh my God, you got so many followers. You got going on. But guess what? Maybe God want to give me 150 million. So I can't be jealous of what you got going on. You may be content with what you got. That's why I need to be content with what I got coming. So I don't want to put no like restrictions on what God can do for me. So I say all that to say, because y'all know I, I go on a tangent. I was a rejoice because he got to get everything he'd been saying he was gonna get. And I told somebody the other day, I said, everybody wants to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. Everybody wants to have these great things in life, but don't nobody want to work for it. It's crazy that we live in a social media world to where everything is like perceived to be given to you. Like you just get, 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 get. Like, oh, I posted a video, now I got all these followers. Oh, I made a fool of myself, and now I got this, I got that, I got this endorsement deal, this, that. Let me tell you something. You can get something today and it'll be gone tomorrow. The things that are here that stay with you, that stick with you like some grits, are things that you work for, you earn for. And I'm just letting y'all know, I've been over here at the bottom grinding on this little corner of the internet. So just to be recognized on that aspect, I was like, oh Lord, this is great. You know, and it was on a really a sad day. It was like a horrible, sad, sad, sad day for me. And I was like, oh my God. And so then I, you know, I had, Went back to sleep after I heard that news, you know, because I had to, you know, reflect and think. Cause I told y'all, I had a moment. And then I woke back up. I went to the email again because I was like, hold on, was this real? So I clicked on the email. And I was like, okay, let me see. Maybe I'm number nine or number 10 on this list. Because, you know, I'm not naive to where we working. Started from the bottom and we still at the bottom. We working our way to the top. Okay. But to see that Sipping and Tripping podcast was number one. Number one podcast on the feed block feed. Child, y'all know I ain't good with names. Or feed spot. On the feed spot top ten list. Sipping tripping talk show was number one. Like literally, number one. And um I, I'm appreciative. I want to thank Feed Spot for thinking of Sipping and Tripping, Sipping and Tripping Podcast for I mean just to be on the list was enough to be number one was amazing and congratulations to um, all the other podcasts on there um there's another podcast number two it was on isn't it queer podcast we have who invited her and number three the coma cast at number four um can queer at number five number six is rainbow country um you know y'all get on that feed spot um it's um, blog.feedspot.com. 
and you go on over there and you can see what you want to see and get it all on together. Um, but thank y'all for thinking of me and putting me on this list because it's truly a blessing to be thought of, to be considered, great recognition. Um, I also was recognized to be a um, host of this little gala called the Met Gala, but I was busy. You know, I went like they. I had a gown. You know, and a mentor personally called me. She said, "Hey, I want you to help." I said, "Are you gonna stop wearing that little duty wear? Are you gonna fix those bangs, girl? You gonna stop doing that on overlay? Are you gonna actually relax and serve some fashions?" She said, "No." I said, "Well, girl, I'm not coming this year." I said, "You need to do something different, girl. I'm, I'm tired of it." I said, "Even Barbara Walsh just did something different, girl. You can do something different." So Anna went to her. I thought I was busy. But I said, you know what? Maybe I will do it. I said, let me see the seating chart. And I saw the seating chart and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Y'all being messy. Y'all know my mouth is slick. I don't know nobody coming up slapping me like I'm Will Smith. Okay? I don't got time for that. Because we're going to be tussling. Y'all going to be embarrassed. Y'all ain't going to invite me nowhere no more. Y'all know my mouth is crazy. But congrats. Well, first of all, to all the men and women, and them and they, and people, other people, who went to Gala. All you guys were lovely in your own right. But we're going to talk about who did good and who did bad. So, I'm going to say, the people who did bad, the whole Kardashian family was trash. I didn't like it. Kim, she's wearing Marilyn Monroe dress. She lost 21 pounds to fit into it. The Marilyn Monroe people was upset that Kim got in it because they said she could have damaged it. Um, it was a dress that she wore where she sang birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. She did something like that. I think I did it like a little more sauntery. That's sexy. But that's when she sung Happy Birthday to John F. Kennedy. It's the gown she wore. Now, mind you, this is like not an over-top gown. It's not like her, um, the gown she wore when she had like the pink on that Madonna recreated. Like, everybody recreated like the pink look of Madonna. It's not that. Like, that's iconic. But this dress was just like, you know, it's like it's at Macy's right now. I'm sure for prom, it's at Carson's, it's at J.C. Penney's. It's everywhere. It's just a regular gown that it's a go-to gown. Like it's not fabulous to me. The Kardashian family was not fabulous. None of them hit it this year. They were all tragic. But congratulations to Chloe for being her first Megato. She wore a similar dress, exactly like Kim's, similar, and I think hers actually looked better. Ain't that something? I like her gloves. I like the drama she gave. So, Chloe, I'm going to take you out of the Kardashian. Um, no. But, I mean, they already say that that's not your dad, really. They say that you're really not Kardashian anyway. So, I mean, that's what they say allegedly. I don't say it, girl. But they say it. So, I mean, but we're going to take you out of there because you were kind of kicking the cute. Um, Chloe Bailey, I did not care for her dress. It was nice, but it was like, you could wear it to the Grammys, you could wear it to the Oscars or the Emmys. It just wasn't like breathtaking. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't care for it. Um, Lizzo, you're a big girl, so hey, girl. I didn't, I didn't like it, girl. I'm sorry. I didn't. Megan Thee Stallion, I didn't like it. Normani, I didn't like it. Um, I did it. And somebody else who I tried, I tried to like their look. I tried to like their look. 
I wanted to like that look. I did not want to read them. I did not want to get on there and sit in my, my yellow chair and read this person tonight. I wanted to like it. Yeah, I know I like some big old badditties. I like some big old badditties. And they was there. But the outfit didn't fit her. Don't, don't y'all always supposed to have like a backup outfit? This is the Megana, Nicki Minaj. I love the effort. I love the thought. The execution did not work. She's tugging on, trying to keep her breast inside the thing. It's too small. Then she's wearing pants. And then she, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like Nikki. I didn't like it. And I hate to say this person next, but Donatella, thank you. Thank you, Donatella. Thank you to the House of Versace for coming and dressing the bell of the ball was Cardi B. Cardi B dress was not, it was, it was simple, but over the top in a simple way. It wasn't big, but it was gold. I knew it was heavy. It was like pieces of like gold coins all through it, like diamonds all over her body, but it's some money all over her. And she had the gloves on that she had like in a money video, but they weren't so godly. They were tastefully made. Cardi hair, Cardi face, Cardi looked beautiful. She looked amazing. She did. But y'all know, Cardi gave me drama. She gave me all that. But I love a good showstopper. I love somebody who's going to put on a show for the girls. Yeah, put a show. This is the Met Gala. You have to put on a show. And you know who gave me the show that I wanted for the Met Gala? Was Blake Lively. She came up there in a beautiful rust-colored dress. And then she turns around. Now the dress is blue. The dress turned blue. And then I found out on Twitter. I don't know how true it is on Twitter. They said that her dress was like an homage to the Statue of Liberty. Because when we first got the Statue of Liberty, it was a different color. And then it, over time, it turned green. So they said it went from how the Statue of Liberty you know, gets it to us from France. It was the original color of Statue of Liberty, and then it went to the green. I think Blake Lively did her thing on the on the runway, on the, I mean the stairs, on the stairs, all those dark stairs. But she did her thing. She was lovely. All the guys who showed up, you know, I feel bad. Y'all show up every year. Y'all never make like the best dresses. Cause like, I mean, what more could y'all do? Like, uh, the guys who like get in with their feminine side and they put on the dress or. They be more edgy, like y'all get it. But if you just wearing a black tux, like I don't want to see you on, on the red on the, on the red carpet now. This time for ladies to come and show out, because I mean at the end of the day, we're talking about the dresses and the fashions. But I loved um, Blake Lively's look. I loved Cardi's look. Nicki Minaj. I wanted to love your look. I tried to love your look, but nobody wanted me to like and love your look. Not even you. So. Um, Cardi B hosted the Met Gala party afterwards, which became kind of viral that people were talking like shenanigans because Cardi made a joke. She's a funny girl. She makes jokes, okay? It's a joke. She said, y'all, we about to be lit in here. We about to have fun. Go get your drinks. You got to get your drinks. And you got to do your little, go do your little. Now, if you guys who are hearing me, y'all know what I'm doing. I'm taking my finger and I'm putting it on the blows. She was insinuating, if you got to do your drugs, go do your drugs. It was a joke, okay? And then, hold on, I didn't go there yet. So, 
that was at the after party. So I went too far. An after party. So in the Met Gala, the seating chart, which we talked about briefly. So let me tell you about the seating chart. The seating chart, so you know, Met Gala is huge. Everybody's like so spaced out. Nobody's by nobody. So Cardi B comes in there, you know, being the belly of the ball. And she turns around at the table behind her. Guess who's at the table behind her? Nicki Minaj. So when she's walking to her table, she looks at Nicki. Nikki looks at her and kind of smiles, like, hey, girl, like, don't beat me up. Hey, girl. And Cardi looks at Nikki like, hey, girl, we in public. You safe tonight. I don't like ghetto no more. Got different kind of checks on cash in. They kind of smile at each other like, okay, girl, like, is the beef done? It's over with. Like, girl, we're grown. You're a mother now. I'm a mother or two. Uh, you know, let's let's just move past it. Cardi, like, smiled at her. She smiled at Cardi. Cardi went to her table. And they said every time Cardi turned around, allegedly, Nikki was, like, in her phone texting. And then she lived on leaving to make it up early. And they was, like, all, like, Cardi peers, they were, like, in far spots, like, forward to Cardi. But they were coming over talking to Cardi, like, Meg Thee Stallion, um, Normani, um, who was somebody else? Meg Thee Stallion, Normani, and other people that were coming over and, like, hanging out with, like, Cardi. But they weren't even talking to Nikki. Like, I was like, ooh, not rude. You know, at least say hi. But they said they didn't say hi to her. Okay? So, they're saying, so what is being told to me is that Nikki was just in her phone. She was, like, over it, ready to go. You know, Cardi's sitting on the table for her. Cardi is having the after party that everybody was at. And then, so, when, when the people are getting mad about the joke Cardi made, Nikki goes and throws shade on Twitter. Now, mind you, Nikki at home in the bed at this point. What is the point of you throwing shade on Twitter when you just saw me and you wanted to smile, you wanted to be cool, and you didn't want to have no issues? Make it make sense, Onika. But it is what it is. Um, I don't want them having any issues no more. I don't want them to fight anymore. I do want them to get in a better space. Because we don't want to promote women fighting with each other and arguing and beefing. We want to promote is there's enough money out there for everybody. There's fans out there for everybody. How about you do your thing over there? I'll do my thing over here. Boom. But at some point, I would like it if they could really bury the hatchet. But Nikki, you're the oldest. And mama tell me, act like the oldest. You know better. So do better. Nikki, get it together, girl. Um, Y'all been just talking for like 22 minutes. Y'all just let me sit over here and do all this talking about the Met Gala. Knowing we got to keep talking about the after party because my girl came to Cardi B's after party. The one, the only, the icon, Wendy Joan Williams was at the Met Gala with, at the Met Gala after party, using Cardi B's after party with um, Jason Lee. And she looked lovely. She looked so beautiful. Like she's just ready to get back in her purple chair and talk. Um, Wendy, I, I love that for you, girl. I was so glad seeing you out there. Um, what I wasn't happy about is that the next day on your own show, the Wendy Williams show, they didn't even talk about how you at the Mayor of Gala, how you look so lovely, how you spoke so eloquently, because they're hating ass bitches. Like your 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 makeup artists and your hair people from the show came and you know they got you together, your people, but the show itself are still trying to make it seem like you're somewhere laid up in the hospital you can't talk to yourself can't speak to yourself y'all should be ashamed of yourselves how about that okay how about that um 
so congratulations to Wendy Williams on just going out and having a great night and just looking lovely. Um, I got a little more tea, y'all. This is new tea. It's no, it's not confirmed yet. So it's allegedly. But if it's true, y'all come back. I told y'all this. Y'all come back and say I told you. But if it ain't true, I heard it. We just talking. We we, we girl. We talk. We have a girl chat. Um, is from the Housewives of Potomac, Giselle Bryant is dating ex-housewife of Atlanta, Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband, Peter Thomas. Well, as we, as true Atlantians like to call Peter, Patricia. Because Peter wanted a peach. <laughs> Peter wanted a peach. Um, I don't believe it. Giselle do anything for a stunt and a gag in a show. I'm sure they'd be broke up before the reunion. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. But if it is true, that's interesting. Because Giselle, you and Cynthia are very friendly. Y'all cool. You were even invited to her wedding to Mike Hill. So it's kind of crazy how now you're dating her ex. But, hey, some people do anything. Some people will. Some people don't have no self-respect, no dignity for themselves. They just put nice their own friends back. People out here to love you. Be your friend, be your sister, and, and they want to uplift you and care for you. And all you want to do is just walk all over them. I understand. You want to be a liar like Kim Kardashian, allegedly, who's keeping keep this narrative that she got this new sex tape from Ray J. And Ray J came out and said, baby, every sex tape we ever had, you owned them. I never had copies of them. You had every copy of it. You leaked your own sex tape. And I'm tired of being the, the dog. And begin the name for leaking it. Y'all done made billions off of my dick. Period. And you did it on purpose. Ray J, I'm with you. Um, Drake is my theory in the moment for this story right here, y'all. Drake claps back at a troll. So, Drake posted a picture of his son and he had like a little caption or whatever on the picture. And it was like, um, I forgot what the caption say, but the person in the comments said, your son probably played with Ghost Riders. And Drake came back. Let me tell you what Drake came and said. Hold on. Pull it up. So Drake came and said, oh, so, so, so Drake just rejected this picture. He said, imagine your son makes the league and he's Ja or Melo or Lonzo. Those are like basketball people, okay? All you can do is be elated and competitive and over supportive and it's right up uh, patches that the ogs talk shit i know i'm gonna be this way even with my son in a rubik's cube competition so that's when this troll comes and say your son probably played with ghost riders drake came back well drake will come back this much okay drake had time today drake said i just followed your girl on instagram because she probably miserable and needs some excitement. He really followed this man's girlfriend on Instagram. Wait. He said she needs some excitement in her life. You're not giving to her because you're being a bitch on Instagram in the comments. So hold on. Let me um add your girl to my Instagram and message her. Ask how she's doing. Drake about to fly that woman out, load her up with, with some good old cock. And I'm jealous. I wish I was your girl. Because I would be riding you right now, honey. But, um, yeah, safe to say he lost his girlfriend. Let's just keep it real. You're in a relationship. You're happy. 
and Drake hits you up. You just became single. Soon as you got that message, you were single. Goodbye. I ain't happy no more. We 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 have a great day. No, you be um coughing all the time. You you sick? You cough. And at nighttime, you go to sleep. What's wrong with you? I'm I'm done with you. And I, I don't like how you blink your eyes. You find the smallest thing, and if one of your fingers got nails. Well, welcome to the club, girl. You're in the Drake club now. It'd be so funny if she like a Drake fan too. But yeah. And then the girl made a comment, y'all. She said, my husband, she tagged him. This is her husband. I guess her husband. Decided to be a troll. And now Champagne Poppy thinking I need some excitement in my life with the eyes. She said she needs excitement, too. I'm not mad at her. You better get you to some Drake, girl. But, um, yeah. That is a shenanigan right there. And Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage um, last night while performing in the Netflix It's a Joke Festival. A guy ran up on stage, tried to attack him, and security bent his ass up. You can't be running up on stage. Everybody does not have the right to be doing that Will Smith. Now, I probably should, and reportedly, Drake has signed a Universal Music Group deal, reportedly valued at $400 million. So, congratulations to Drake. But I want to say this right here. I'm going to say this now. The Supreme Court is trying to have a abortion debate and they're trying to end abortion for women, okay? Now, let me tell you something right here. I'm not a woman. I can't have no baby. I can't make no baby. I, don't, I never had that feeling, okay? I never had that feeling. I personally am not for abortion. I'm not. However, I'm for women's rights. And I feel a woman should do what she has to do for her body. Okay? It's her body. It's her life. Her thing. Because guess what? When she leaves this earth, she got to get up and go see God about whatever decision she made. That's between her God and him and doing me. I got to be, I got to stand for him for my own stuff, not for nobody else's. I feel like this right here. It's a woman's body. A man should not be able to make a law about a woman's body. Period. And, and, and the women who are supporting this, how you know you know what that takes you back to it's the stone ages that's just another way for a man telling women that you are underneath men you are below you're not equal not adequate uh, I, I, I wish i really had like the statistics on abortions and stuff like that because i don't right now but this is the thing right here what a woman does with her body is her business what a man does with his body is his business if you want to do whatever you want to do, that's your business. Do it, okay? There are people walking around here with watermelons for breasts. Literally. That's what they're doing. And they're living their good old lives. Let women do what they want to do their body. I understand it. I get it. When I was a child, my mom had me at a very young age, and they was like, abortion, abortion, abortion. But luckily, I had a great grandma. I was like, nah, I'm here. Okay? That's why I can say I can feel how I want to feel about it, but I also know that when you have women bringing these babies into this world, and they're killing them. They're they're getting abused and raped and fed and killed, all because they should not have been here. Possibly, I'm I'm not advocating for abortion, but I'm not advocating for the Supreme Court making laws over a woman's body. I don't I don't feel like it's right because let me tell you something: you cannot end abortion. You can end legal abortions. 
ending legal abortion is going to have a lot of women be dying. It's going to have a lot of women killing themselves. I'm sure you guys all know how to do an unsafe abortion. You're going, that's going to start a lot of shenanigans. Now, if you want to put a cap on the time length, okay, let's do that. I think it's already like before the first trimester is over with. That's great. Okay, you find out, boom. Too far in, you know, the baby, the heartbeat, got all the stuff going on, whatever the case may be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, that's that. I just feel like women should be able to do what they want to do with their body. The women out here are getting raped. Women out here are being molested and all these things happening to them. Like, why would they want to? Would you want to look at a child that represents the darkest part of your life? Like, it's levels to it. But I'm not a woman, so I can't even articulate my thoughts and my feelings to really go there with the situation because I'm not a woman. And I don't feel like no man should sit there and say, well, my Bible says this. Well, what happened to separation of church and state? So what does your Bible mean at this point of the story? Hmm. Anyway, um, I want to tell you guys, thank you guys for tuning into another episode of the trip. And I was about to go in and let have on some other situations going on in my life right now. But I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to elevate and another thing you don't do, you don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. So, yeah, we'll take that from that. But I will say one thing. When you get good people in your life, keep them around. Let them in. Learn how to be vulnerable. Everybody is not here to hurt you. Everybody's not here to cause you pain. Know the difference between the two. I love you. I can't wait to see you at the top. We're going up to the top. We made a list and we're number one so we're gonna keep this show right on going i will see you guys back next week same place same time i love you for real to the loop